0: Back down. Here is what Jerry Jones had to say about a contract extension for Dak Prescott. Don't pay any attention to discussion, meaning media talk. It's meaningless, Jerry said. The only thing that is factual here is what I decide, what we decide as a team, what Dak decides. We know exactly where we are on this contract. The timing on it remains to be seen. So, Keyshawn, you've been campaigning for Jerry to pay the man, pay Dak Prescott. What do
1: you make of Jerry's response? Well, Jerry is right. Look, you guys are in the middle of trying to accomplish something. And the more and more that Dak Prescott is headed in the direction of an M, a slash, a V, and a P, this conversation of paying is going to continue to come up. What Jerry wants to do is... Quiet that noise and allow Dak Prescott to just continue to play good football. Because naturally, just like you, me, Michael, anytime when we get toward the end of our contracts, we start to think, "Okay, man, what's going on? You know, we got to we got to figure this out. He doesn't want Dak; He just wants him to play football because there's a time and a place and it won't be this year, meaning 2023. It will be 2024, whether it's early 24 or right before training camp. There's a couple things that the Dallas Cowboys are up against, right? He has one year left on it. His average is $40 million. His his base salary is $29 million. That just means over those 18 weeks throughout the season, he's going to get that $29 million if they do nothing, right? $29 million he's going to get. But there's also something called a salary cap. He eats up about sixty million dollars of salary cap space in 2024, which means that if you want to address C.D. Lamb, Michael Parsons, and whoever else free right. agency, there whatever the case is, is, I need right. to figure out that sixty million dollar cap space because if the cap goes right. up to 250 plus million dollars, that percentage is a large chunk. Now I can't sign certain people and move things around. I got to be really, really Cap creative with the capologist. Another thing is, dead money-wise, if they decide to just do nothing, ah, we hate you, you didn't go to the NFC Championship game, we're cutting you, they still got to give him that $29 million on top of taking a $62 million dead cap, hit, which will never happen. They're not going to do that. Right. So nope. in the spring, we'll get there. He's going to be the highest-paid quarterback between February – in July, you book it, mark it down. At some point, he'll be the highest-paid quarterback in NFL history, mm. let alone the highest-paid player. Mm.
2: Right. He has the leverage. And honestly, he's working on complete leverage. If he can complete yeah. this task he's on, he will have complete Leverage. If he can get this team to a Super Bowl, skip key. It's wrapped over. He gets to write out whatever deal he wants. Ain't nothing wow. anybody can do about it. Say about it. All they can do is just deliver the bank. Boop, boop, boop. That's, That's right. that truck backing up Not with enough. all his money. Ain't nothing you can do with it about to dump it. Now, Jerry's hoping that this thing gets to a Super Bowl <laughs> so he can cause cause. He got some. He got some checks coming due. Key, you just talked about all them checks he got coming due. He get, he a Super Bowl victory he can help him, and Jerry knows how to monetize all of that. But you got C. D. Lamb, you got Michael Parsons. All of those are going to be. And each of those guys are going to look for record breaking deals. Yeah. And then, then Dak Prescott, who has a no-trade clause, yeah. a no-tagging clause, yeah. he, if, if, if he, if he would be the ultimate free agent at a time he just came off a Super Bowl win and he is the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys court. He has all the leverage. Jerry has
1: to get this deal done and get it done the sooner the better. Yeah, play, players skip like Dak Prescott, if he ever was to win the Super Bowl, in this season, and coming up an in a fine contract, oh, Lord, he'll Lord, never Lord. see the free agent market. They don't, they don't allow guys like this to walk out the door. Okay. Now, if you are a guy who loses a Super Bowl, a Neil O'Donnell, or even a Trent Dilfer, that they thought they could get better at the quarterback position, although he was a winner. He was a winner. They're, they, they just, they, they're yep. looking to upgrade. They're not well, going to let you just... They
0: upgraded to the next year. They're yes. not going to okay.
1: let you walk out the door.
0: Okay. Right. Allow me to say... I have been hard on Dak Prescott, yes, you have. and I believe justifiably so. Michael has been hard on me for being hard on Dak, and I appreciate that coming from the great Michael Irvin, Dallas Cowboy Hall of Famer. But appreciate my perspective here because I'm lifelong diehard, and I got to cover Roger Staubach. Trust me, I I, 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 I genuflect. At the feet of Roger Staubach, he he was the greatest cowboy quarterback, and I have nothing but respect for the quarterback who threw it to 88. I'm talking about number eight, Troy Aikman, but Roger Staubach was it for me. I saw him pull out game after game after game. I got to know him very well, and he was ultimate competitor. I know Troy Aikman very well, and I believe in every fiber of his competitive being, because Michael was there catching those passes on third and eight, eight to 88. I'm grading Dak on the highest curve because it's the Staubach-Aikman curve, and you can say, that's unfair. I'm sorry. It's just, it's who I am and what I've been my whole life. So... I need Dak to rise up because I think he has the capability to play to their levels, as we've been seeing for the last eight games, in which he's thrown 23 touchdown passes to two interceptions over these last eight games. Nobody's even close to him in the league over the last eight games. Brock Purdy's thrown 16 passes, uh, touchdown passes over the last eight games to 23 for Dak. Brock is second in the league over that span. Okay, so what do I know about Dak Prescott? I know that two years ago, we had a home playoff game against the San Francisco 49ers featuring Jimmy yeah. G at quarterback, and it was a close game, even though they came out and completely out-physicaled us from the start, as Michael has brought up again and again. We got deboed, but we hung in, hung on, and it's still a football game because it's only 23 to 17, and we have the ball. And remember how it ended? Dak takes off up the middle on a scramble, and he runs, and he runs, and he runs. Dak, you better get down. You better get down. And he runs for 17 yards instead of maybe maybe 10 or 12 yards, and the referee cannot get the ball spotted. Do you remember this? Yeah, absolutely. And the game yeah, ends right,
1: without yeah. the Hail Mary. But, but, but I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah. You're trying to punish him on that. Okay, but I'm just he saying. He didn't know that the referee okay. was going to screw okay. that up. But,
0: but it, you're, you're pushing it too far. you got to have the presence to get down. I know I'm nitpicking. You right. are so the, nitpicking. These are the Dallas freaking no, Cowboys. No, you I need
1: one last shot at the end zone, I get from it. 24 I, yards. I get okay, it, but right. your instincts and in your body, yeah, says another yard. It just okay. happens uh, that it way. It
0: does. I got it.
1: It's presence, it's feel,
0: it's poise, it's command of the position. I, I get. Okay, these are the Dallas Cowboys. Last year, I witnessed a game out at San Francisco in which my defense rose up and held Brock Purdy and company to 19 points on their turf. 19 is pretty good. It's probably good enough to win the game 21 to 19, 20 to 19. And I watched my quarterback throw two first-half interceptions. You try to to give him some break on one. I give him neither break on on either of those first-half interceptions. And you're digging a hole that's hard to dig out of. And I watched my quarterback miss five throws in the second half that I thought were open throws. And the last one to Michael Gallup, who shocked me that he ran past everybody and got deep. It's first and 10 from the 25. He, he dropped, Dak, the, the, you, you got to make a throw here where you got Gallup. This is, oh, this is another play. This is a different mm. play. But I, I thought maybe that was it. But the, the point is Gallup was five yards free. And, and Dak missed him five yards short and five yards right. Again, am I nitpicking? Yes. If you make that throw, it's 19-all. Uh, it's it's yeah, but simple as that. Okay?
1: Yeah, but you're Okay?
0: All right. These are the Dallas freaking Cowboys we're talking about. And then even that 42-10 to 10 thing at San Francisco earlier this year, I had my doubts going in and my doubts got validated at Arizona and then validated times 10 at San Francisco earlier this year because, remember, it's a 21-7 game late in the first half and Brandon Cooks got loose up the sideline, ran past everybody and was gone and Dak missed him five yards wide left out of bounds, just threw it out of bounds. My point to you is that on a throw like that, if you make it, it's 21 to 14. I don't know. Maybe we, we have a football game. You know, maybe, you know, Brandon Cook's had time and he threw it five yards out of bounds. If, if you lead him uh, straight over his head, I'm just telling you, these the are the Duke Dallas. The Duke is going biggest... from to his left okay. trying to. Okay. Can you make yeah. one throw that changes the game and Dak then comes I, I, out in the I second understand. half? What do you do in the second half? Three straight possessions, three straight interceptions. And up from those ashes we rose. And Dak's in a new comfort zone. Okay, I'm gonna get to your point now. It is ne- and Michael's point, it is now time. You you got midterms. You you got them in a row. You oh. really have six midterms in a row before the playoffs start, right? You passed the first midterm because it was Philadelphia. Now you got to pass one in Buffalo, you got to pass one in Miami, you gotta pass one against right. Detroit, you gotta pass one at Washington. If you need to go win that game, you gotta go win that game. It's all there on a silver platter yes. for Dak Prescott but to him. say, here, watch this. Right, right, right. And, and you right. can go re-earn all that money that you want. You can make him the top paid. To Michael's point, you even just get us to the Super Bowl, let alone win the Super Bowl. You get us to the Super Bowl, you should be paid whatever you want to be paid. That's but my why, point. Let me
1: ask you this, though, Skip. Why does this all fall on Dak Prescott's shoulders with you? Because yeah. one of the first things came out of your mouth when you started this conversation mm-hmm. about Dak is they out physical us. Mm-hmm. Us. Okay. Not Dak,
0: us. Okay, but Dak that in that game had a QBR right. of 32 That's well, the 0 to they, Your
1: defenses in right. any of those games okay, we didn't were get not, to the quarterback right, when they were but, supposed to. Okay, but, but Receivers weren't running but, but, the routes the way that they were supposed to. Okay, but right. Running we did, backs weren't running the way they were supposed to. How could you just Okay, but one man?
0: San Francisco did not score 42 on us in either of those it, playoff games. 23 and 19. It doesn't matter. Right doesn't but, matter. But you I, I, I'm with skipping this manner,
2: Key. Key, I'm with skipping this manner. In this manner. It, it, it's, it's not that he blames that. But what is it's, he doing? What, well, let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. He, he's saying in these moments, you have to show up. Yes. You have wow. to win games. Okay. They, they, they have. I, yeah, listen. Listen, I, I don't know. And we, we can see that there, there's something about. The C.J. Stroud. There's something about that young dude that's going to show up. You're not worried about him in the big games. He's going to show up. Dak Prescott in this playoffs. And all those games Skip just rattled off. Buffalo, Miami, Detroit. All those games he got to show up. But those games just gives him an opportunity to really show up in the playoffs and get this monkey off his yeah. back. Yeah. Steve Young had to do it. He has to do it. There yes. is no getting around it. Yeah. So, so we are expecting it, and this is as good as year as any because of everything that's at stake. Everybody, Jerry has said. No, I'm not, I'm not giving out any contracts until I get what I want around here, and that's a ring. You guys give me the ring, and I'll be willing to shell out some money. And he got all of these guys lined up right now because all those contracts are coming that, due. I think, boy, we'll get them all playing mm-hmm. their best because of that. Hey, yeah.
1: hey, Michael and Skip, everything y'all saying is correct. We understand the reason your nickname is the playmaker is because no matter what time you came to the mm-hmm. hotel into the stadium, you showed up, showed and you up. played big time. Showed okay, up. there's no right. question you about get- that. Dak Prescott needs to finish the deal. Yep. but again, Michael, it wasn't all about you, Troy, and Emmitt, and the offensive line, and Charles Haley, and Deion. Right. They had to play at another level, too. Keyshawn. And this Troy, is what has to happen. Troy showed for, up. I, but they had to play at another level. Oh, if Troy Aikman doesn't, oh, show up, if doesn't show up, guess what? If Michael Irvin doesn't show up, guess what? If Deion ain't locking him down, guess what? You don't win. He needs everybody. I just don't like when people try to pin it all on deck. Mm. That's not fair. He plays the most valuable
0: position in all sports. In the biggest
1: franchise, I understand all of the glory. I get it. But it's not all on him. He can do everything right, Skip. And all it takes is one or two people to do something wrong. I got it. But you'll blame Dak. Okay, but allow me to end this
0: discussion with my armchair psychiatrist view of Keyshawn Johnson across the table from me. (laughs) I believe deep down you know there's a little something that has been missing in Dak Prescott. I believe in your heart of hearts you don't completely believe in Dak Prescott, but you bang your side at the table to pay the man because deep down you would love for Jerry One to minute. overpay the man so that we're stuck with him for the next five years. I believe that's so operating. Word, so that word, you, operating. So, in other
1: words, you don't want him. You don't I'm, want Dak Prescott. I need, I'm uh. waiting to see what's about Why to transpire. Why would I want Jerry to overpay him? I like Dak. I've been pounding the desk yeah. for Dak since Dak took over for Tony coming out of Mississippi State. Do you believe there's something missing
0: in Dak Prescott?
1: No. Yes. Other than winning big games, but he needs right. everybody to join in. What did you see? Come in, on. What, what did you
0: see in the second half against Philadelphia the other night after a leading by 24 to 6 at halftime? I saw Dak wobble a little bit in the second no, half. No, I didn't. I, I didn't saw two balls wobble. that he threw that should have been picked. I saw him get strip sack, scoop and score, right? Okay, we, so we when you to...
1: run it out of the pocket because mm-hmm. the defensive line is penetrating, you're trying to get away, and somebody comes and rakes the ball out. Skip, the people that are raking the ball out, the yeah. Hassan Reddicks or, or Jalen Carter. I don't know who. Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. Yeah. yeah. Do you? You do know. I don't even know why I, I like to say know. do you know. I do the know. The amount of force. Right. Right. That comes right. down and on you. I got it. When and, you got and, the, come on, and man. to
0: his credit, that was the first right. one all year that he has yes. lost. First one all
2: year. Right. You can't and, just do that, and, man. And, and Skip, one last thing before we go. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you something. That's flying right in his pain right there. That, that guy running up behind him like that, remember, he, every time he gets, he gets yeah, real timid
0: no, when that happens. starts
2: happening. So, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm just happy he got past it. And hopefully he just keeps doing what he's doing right now.
1: I I, I so just – sometimes bro. I can't with y'all, though, here. Yeah. You, you can never okay. be satisfied. Okay, this dude, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, you sitting up here
0: complaining. Right. Our season is just getting started. It just oh, is. Oh, of course it is. It is. And
1: if he continues – you yes. can extend your seat. Yes, sir. Okay? Yes, sir. But everybody I, I do else, believe, I believe that Deron Bland that you keep screaming and hollering about, yep. and that Stephon Gilmore, Remember? they've got to do their jobs, mm-hmm. too. Okay. But, they will. Right. And then you'll be good shape. Right. Right. All right. They, we got to talk about gonna,
0: this.
2: He, he's going to walk in Jerry's office and say, time to negotiate. Here we, go! Here we go! And get his
1: money. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Okay,
0: so Draymond Green has been suspended, quote unquote, indefinitely. Not exactly sure what that means, but Nick Young, back with us. You you, you won a ring with Draymond and the Warriors in 2018. You know him well, obviously. W- what's your reaction to this indefinite suspension? Ah, uh, indefinitely.
3: Yeah. To me, I feel like. They finally about to take a stance on everything, yeah. and um, you know it's needed. It's needed because what is Dray? The things Draymond doing is really not basketball, and you can't say it's um, they were they was doing that in the '80s. And you know they wasn't doing wild house punches and stuffing people's chests. So no. this is <laughs> this is something we haven't seen. So you know I feel like it, it's time. It's time, you know, and. and it's like looking out for him as a friend. You want to see yeah. somebody, you know, get the help they need. So I think it's time for the NBA to, and Joe Dumars. It's like a father figure to him. So it's time yeah. for, for him to take a stand. Yeah, Joe Dumars has known him since he was a little
0: kid. Yeah. Because so, uh, joe's playing for the Pistons, and obviously he was hanging around yeah. you know,
3: from Michigan. So you can, they say yeah. he learned and, and, and from, what, from them, but yeah. you know, I don't know how you learn that. What learned is
2: he that. like? To you 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 know, you, you played with him. What is he like in practice as a teammate? You know, I, it, it, there have been a lot of people that would say things from the outside looking in about even me. You know, to yeah. be my own quarterback, Troy Aikman used to say, "Man, when I watch you play at Miami, I used to God, this kid. I hate this dude. I hate it. He just he. But then when he played with you, it's a whole different yeah. thing. Tell us what is
3: Draymond like as a teammate. Oh, you would, well, besides the incident that happened with Paul, with me, he was, like, I hung out with Draymond. We played cards. We, you know, he took me to see a play. I was like, Come on, I don't really see plays, but he took me to go see a play. So Draymond is... We're in New York or... It was in, oh, Chicago. in Chicago. We've okay. seen Hamilton. Okay. That's what like i okay. Hamilton, Hamilton. Wait,
2: wait, wait, let me ask you, let yeah. me ask you. So you were, so you were the young, you were a young guy... He came in. He he's taking you out because you're
3: one of the young guys, right? No, 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 no. We we like to say I'm older, but we just I was new right, on right. the team. You just yeah. new on the team. That's what I'm saying. New on the team. Young guy on
2: the team. Okay, young guy. Yeah. Let me tell you the power in that Skip. And guys, you you gotta understand when people say he's the hardest soul of a team. That's what they're talking about. Anybody comes on the team, anybody around the team, Draymond's going to spend time with them. He's a good dude like that. That's why I asked Nick. That's why I asked him that question. He's a good dude like that. He's spending time to make sure you understand what Ben Roethlisberger was just talking about with with, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, that you got to understand the Warriors' way. This is how we do things. We're going to play this hard, practice this hard. That's why he's invaluable to Golden State. But but like these guys say, you, you just gotta you gotta control it and keep it on the court.
0: Mm. So Nick, to me, this smacks of what the NBA did with John ja Morant yeah. two suspensions back yeah. when, when he was in Denver and went IG live at the club called Shotgun Willie's, <laughs> flashed the gun. Mm. And they suspended him indefinitely, and I Mm -hmm. thought, okay, good for them, because it sounds pretty severe, like you were indefinite, like, oh, this could be a long time. And it wound up being only eight games, and he was back. And he supposedly had gone to Florida to some sort of rehab center, (laughs) but he couldn't have been there more than a couple of days when usually they require six weeks. So then all of a sudden he's back in New York just— Three weeks later, wait, what he's meeting with the commissioner in New York, and and all of a sudden he's reinstated and he's back. So my concern for Draymond is, is this just more of a PR move by the NBA to say, we suspend you indefinitely because it, it, it potentially sounds a lot worse than it might turn out? Because maybe, you know, people keep saying Draymond needs help. I don't know what that means because I don't know what's going on off the court with him, but- if he needs any kind of counseling help, could could he be gone for two or three weeks? Could he miss, I don't know, maybe eight games and be back by late December? That that would be eight games that he'd be back on December 30th. in in, in your sort of heart of hearts, would that be enough to, to force Draymond to sort of look inside himself and and try to recalibrate how he's
3: going at basketball? Um I I say more than eight for sure. I okay. Think- the NBA is going to come down on them just because, you know, this is the second. This really pretty much more than the second time, you know. Yeah. Uh, and right. this kind of rings a little bit of Kyrie, too, when they say yeah. counseling and all that, too. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, I think, you know, you got to look at what he's doing. You know, what what is in Draymond's head that makes him want to turn around and hit somebody or... Right, jump right. in the air and stump like like what clicks in your head to make you know. want to do that i think that's the that's the thing we got to figure out you know i understand like the hard right. fouls and you know getting under people's skin but it's the the kicks to adam in the private multiple times you know? there have been a bunch <laughs> yeah, of them. It, right. it, yeah and it, you know right. it's, it's it, only so it, many in times in doing it know, Right,
2: and doing it when you just came off of suspension. There's a lack of here, just a lack of respect. Like, dude, we just went through this. Right now, you you come back and you toe the line. You 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 know what I mean? Yeah. Even if a guy falls down around you, you help him up to make sure I ain't push him down. You know what I mean? You told a line, and Draymond refuses to do that, and that's what I think they're going to sit trying to send a message about. Skip, I was talking about, I was thinking about this when you were talking about yep. it. Yep. Even in the Jamal Morant situation, the league was—they go- were going to get some pushback, I believe, from from the Players Association yeah. with whatever they, they tried to do with John Morant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that the league's going to get pushback here. Reportedly none. See, uh, yeah. Right, 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 right. When, there's not anybody going to come in and say, hey, you're doing Draymond wrong here. You know, <laughs> no. there were people stepping in. On, on the John Murray situation and say, wait, we got we got good point, we got man. guys going hunting with guns all the time. Yeah. Let's be real. We got white guys going hunting with guns all the time. Why do you want to real. suspend and take all of this African American guy money away <laughs> because he was waving You're a right. gun? So
0: those things yeah.
2: came into play
0: with the NBA. It's not coming into play with no. the Draymond no. no. Draymond no. Green suspension. And by the way, Nick Andre Iguodala is now the interim president of the Players Association, and help me out—I'm pretty sure he and Draymond are really tight <laughs> yeah, because they—they yeah. they won a lot of to games together and they—they they spent a lot of time together, right? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think Andre is—is is into the—he—he he believes that, and, and he has helped convince Draymond we need this to happen. So they're not fighting it; they're actually—they're right. Right. endorsing embracing it, embracing it. it. Yes. Okay. So. Nick, when when you spent time away from basketball with Draymond, did you ever see anything in his personality that would indicate he would react like this on a basketball floor?
3: No, no. no. And like, that's that's the 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 crazy part. Yeah. Like, you know, off the court, you know, and he knows sports. He talks sports, we hang out, and you don't see this side, you know, and you know, and that's that's the that's the part that being a teammate and being like Joe Dumars, they see the other side of, of Draymond. Yeah. So that's I know it's hard for them to come down on him with you know a severe punishment because they like him. They, they like him. Yeah,
0: I, I think the commissioner likes him. Yeah, and remember, he was sort of pushed into the enforcer role for a finesse basketball team, right? With sure. Stephen Clay, and yeah. so you needed somebody with some edge who could set a more physical tone. So do you think Draymond's sort of a victim of, I'm trying to do, you know, fill a role for this team? For sure,
3: because yeah. they just paid him $100 million They just paid him. He's this, in his first year. In his yeah. first year of yeah. his money. Four so years, $100 million. You yeah. You pay this guy, then you get rid of the other guy, of, of Jordan, Jordan Poole. So it's like you, you're embracing what he's doing. So yeah. I think, you know, and so you created this. Yeah, you, you helped. And by the
0: way, team. When he did punch Jordan Poole, and we all saw it yeah. because somebody leaked the video of it, is it practice obviously, but they did not suspend Draymond for <laughs> punching a teammate. That that again, they sort of validated it. They Ooh. they enabled it yeah. to continue because they did not suspend him, even though there was an outcry out there. Yeah.
3: So. Yeah. So, you know, next thing we're, gonna see, we're just going to see about it on Draymond's uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hear about it on the podcast. We're going to hear about it on the podcast. Right. <laughs> so, right. And, and, Nick, I was
2: talking about that, Nick, and I thought the league was thinking about that, too. They were saying, okay, if we go 10 games here, he's going to go on the podcast and talk more about it as if he's Teflon Don, untouchable. And I think that's also. Like you just talked about, one of the reasons they said let's come heavy.
0: Mm. Well, I don't know how heavy heavy is. So, uh, Nick, what, again, loving him the way you love him, there's got to be some tough love going on oh, yeah. here. So would you like to see, I don't know, 15 games, 20 games? Um, Y'all I was, got
3: 25 to start this year, okay? I say um, a minimum between 15. I'm a Ten or 15, 10 to 15, you know, 15. I
0: mean, fifteen. Something fairly something, significant. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it would force Draymond to, to miss basketball enough that he would start to soul search and look inside himself and say, maybe I need to,
3: to try to figure out how to tone it down? Uh, for sure, because this, he's losing about twenty five percent of yeah, his money you now. You know, this is mm. this is hitting his pockets, and at the same time, this is not basketball. And I know. He want to win. His team is winning. You know, he's going to go down as a winner. But at the same time, you know, you don't got stealth. You don't got, it, it's not looking good for the Warriors right no. now. I mean, Clay got benched the other night in the fourth quarter because he just – He ain't been he
0: just having one of those nights. But it, it looks like they are spiraling down. You made yeah. the point yesterday. It's starting at – what are they, 10 and 13? I mean, do they even make the playoffs?
3: Ah, it's I think hard to see. They're like ninth in the West. Yeah, yeah now, it's so. hard to see because the West is too deep right now. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Okay, enough of Draymond. We got to get back to the National Football League because Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are defending Kadarius Toney. And the question is should they be defending him? No mercy, begins here. Patrick Mahomes defended Kadarius Tony yesterday after his offsides penalty of course cost the Chiefs the home game against Buffalo. Mahomes said he told Tony to quote unquote just be you and that everybody's going to make mistakes but that one mistake won't define you it's how you respond to that mistake. Travis Kelsey was even more vehement in his defense of Tony saying that there's a lot of media pointing fingers at some of the skill players we have I say bleep that. I've got all the faith in the world in that dude. He's one of our best players. Everybody hating on KT right now, you can bleeping miss me with it. I'm trusting in 19 every time he's out there on the field. Michael, please, you first. Do you like the way Mahomes and Kelsey defended their teammates?
2: Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. They're standing up for him because they see him the most. And they see the things that he's working on and improving on in practice. So, yeah, they're doing the right thing as leaders of that football team on many ways and on many fronts. First of all, trying to pull Tony, Kadarius Tony up. Man, we believe in you. We're still here. We're, we're still with you. That, that's the right thing to do. But also sending a message to that locker room. We're still here. We still believe that we still have everything in front of us that we want to go out and accomplish. So they're doing a great job, but it still comes down, guys, to getting it done in that moment. You can have people all day tell you about, on the football field, how good you are, how great you are. But you're going to hear about these 29 drops, league leading in drops. And, 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 and then you start getting off sides like that. Drops, lining up poorly, all of this is lack of concentration, lack of focus. We're not saying you don't have a skill set that can't accomplish it. We're saying there's lack of concentration and lack of focus, and that's the problem with what's going on right now in Kansas City. So, yeah, you're right by supporting them, but, but we're still going to watch and see
1: if it translates on the football field come Sunday. The only thing they can say, Skip, is what they said is support their teammate. Anything right. other than supporting their teammate would be a negative. So they understand that you have to continue That to, will
2: be reverber- that will reverberate through the locker room key, right? If these you know what I mean? Anything else, it gets to the locker room and it destroys
1: everything. Yeah, and and, and that's not first of all, it's not Andy Reid led ball clubs. It's not Patrick Mahomes, it's not Travis Kelsey. And whenever you are a champion and a leader. Michael Irvin or or any of those other guys, me in the third person, whatever. There's no need to talk about the negative amongst my teammates when I'm trying to accomplish something and win championships. I know, like Michael said, the work that he puts in because I see him every single day. Everything's not going to be perfect. It's do you learn from those mistakes. If those mistakes continue to be repeated, guess what? You'll be without a job anyway because Andy Reid and company will take care of that. I don't have to take care of it. The personnel people will take care of it and send you on your way because you're costing us ball games. Now, as far as Kelsey goes, like Michael said, yeah, it's 29 drops, man. We, we see it. We know that that has affected your win-loss record. You can win more games with less drops. If it was less drops and you were winning and you were losing those games, Mm -hmm. we would then focus in on why you're losing the games because it would be something different. Mm. But because it's 29 drops and you're losing certain games, we sit there and we go, oh, well, here's one of the reasons why. And so I understand what Travis Kelsey is saying. He doesn't want to see his teammates beat up. I mean, if he has a drop, nobody's going to say anything, right? They're going to point to the other guys that have the drops because he has so much coin in the bank that it doesn't matter. He he can do whatever, and we're going to be like, oh, well, that's just one time with Travis Kelsey. Mm. But if the receivers are dropping the football on a consistent basis and they show those charts on TV, Skip, yep. and it says such and such five drops, such and such six drops, we, we're sitting there going, you can't do that. That's all. Is No one's trying to... Uh, demean one's career or or do anything like that. We're just simply pointing out that they have a number of drops that have cost them games.
0: Okay. I hear what both of you are saying about supporting a still fairly young teammate. I got that. Sending the right message through the locker room. But at some point, somebody has to stand up in said locker room and say our standard is our standard and we are not living and playing up to that standard and i'm going to make an example that i guarantee you michael irvin can relate to because trust me on this trust him on this troy aikman was as tough and demanding on receivers as any quarterback i was ever around and it was hard to play for troy at times because he demanded every snap every practice precision route running down to the, the inch. And if, if you ran it the wrong way, you would hear about it from Troy. And it set a standard, not just for Michael, because Michael was going to do it exactly the right way anyway, but for all the younger receivers, the Kevin Williams of the world back in 95, because Troy insisted he was obsessed with precision. I think Eric Bienemy was obsessed with precision in practice. And when he went to Washington, they rebelled against him early in camp because he was so hard on them. It's like, man, you're just coaching the hell out of us. Well, that's what he used to do for Kansas City, and maybe that's a missing ingredient, that that demanding coach or demanding quarterback. I, in the same circumstance, I don't think Troy Aikman would have stood up for Kadarius Toney. I, ju- I just know Troy. I, I think he would have been fairly gentle in his criticism, but he would have made it clear to the media, we don't stand for those kind of mistakes because that's not who we are. That's just me. At some point, you have to reinstill the standard and the discipline that they're not playing to because they don't have the same focus they used to have to me under Eric Biennemi. Michael, respond to that, please.
2: Yeah, you know, listen, and and, and I, I, I concur and some of that conclusion, the reality is there's a reason you get a coach like an Eric Biennemi or, or, or Jimmy Johnson. These guys put pressure on you in practice to stay focused, and it's a practice pressure. That if you get through it and you stay focused, you hear him yelling in your ear all the time, it carries over in the game. You don't feel the pressure of that game because he's putting pressure on you all the time in practice. That's what those coaches are like. And people don't understand it. they're like, "Well why you got to yell so much? Why yell? Because it ain't going to be the perfect situation in a game. You have to make plays in those games. So yeah, they're missing that. You can't tell me they're not missing Eric B. enemy in that discipline yeah. that he puts on them
1: all the time.: Yeah, yeah the, the yelling and the screaming is cool. It doesn't register with everybody. No And so. In the end, you, yes, your practice habits you carry to the field. There's no question about it. I played for one of the toughest you-know-what's ever in the football. I mean, like, ever. He didn't yell and scream at me. He just looked at me a certain way, and I automatically right. knew. Right. Just like, knew. oh, God, yeah. here we go. You know, because that's just the way he communicated with his eyes and his mumbling under his breath to me, and I knew I was in trouble to a degree, if I did something wrong, I missed the block in practice. Dread that? Excuse me? Didn't you dread him? Yeah, because I didn't feel like look? hearing it. Yeah. So, yeah. like Michael is saying, yeah. you don't want to – I don't want to be the guy no. in the film room after right. practice right, that right, right, they uh, read that. Right. Mm-hmm. I, w- I did not want to be right. that guy. You know, and so and, – and Right. And, can
2: you respect him. See, you, you when you respect a coach like that, like I would coach Johnson, I, I want it. My coach, to be, I want to make him happy. I want to yeah, please him, like my absolutely. dad. You want to make them right. So when Bill knew, all he has to do is look at Keith and the other dudes. I may have to say something. Yeah, he screamed at the mother. It's one. almost like it. Right, it's like your dad, son. Yeah, no, he he. I, he, I, I got you. I'm
1: i got you. La- you. Like, when well, We I had got these got type you. of conversations. <laughs> right. I'm laughing because I right my memory. Right, I go back and I remember a game. I don't remember. I did something in the game, and I saw him headed toward me. You know, I went around the bench, back around the other way, and as he was calling my name, I just acted like I didn't hear him. I just kept walking to the other end of the field, knowing that he was going to go back and turn around because we were punting the football. So I was just like, I'm going to leave that alone. I don't even want to get it. I'm just going to walk behind the bench, walk all the way back down the other way, and get away from him because I knew, uh uh-oh, I did something wrong. Here he comes. Right. I don't feel like hearing him, Skip. So didn't he force you to focus oh, yeah. harder than absolutely. maybe you would right. have? Oh, absolutely. But else. but the staff right. in general, whether it was Maurice Carthon, whether it was Todd right, Haley, right, 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 right. whether it was Charlie Weiss, Dan Henning, offensively, right. for right. me, they, you know, right. they, it was a focus that was there. Else, as I said, no matter right. where I was slotted at as a top dog, I knew – that if I didn't live up to those billings and expectations, I could be packing my bag and calling Michael Irvin and saying, hey, can you get Jimmy to bring me in? If
2: that's not what I wanted. <laughs> right, right, right. That is so funny, though, man. it, it, it listen, it, it, it was, it really is. It really is a great thing when you're playing for a guy that you respect that way. You know, and you honor that way, and you listen to, like, like I would Coach Johnson, like he would Coach Parcells. You know, and those guys always, man, they, they always got you ready. Those pressure moments in practice, man, it, it, Jimmy understood all of that. And got, and that's what that, that's, that's all they're trying to say here. They have to, get to understand, they have to understand that. There's going to be pressure moments. Everybody's going to give you their best game because you've been to five yes. straight AFC championship games. You played them right here, even though they will not be playing this AFC championship this season in Kansas City. But they got to they gotta get going in the receiving.
1: And, and, Skip, look, Andy Reid knows what the hell he's doing, yeah. okay? He's a good coach, one of the top four or five coaches yeah, that I've is. ever seen at the national football level with my eyes that I've seen since okay. I understood football. And I know whether Eric B. Enemy is there or not, he's still trying to get through to the young receivers. These are young guys, and young guys need time to grow. And you say, well, they've been catching footballs their whole life. It's different in the pros than it is in college, man. Mm-hmm. As I continue to tell people all the time and tell you too, Skip, yeah. you got grown men with full beards with car seats mm-hmm. in their car trying to get a check. <laughs> yep. Young dudes are still trying to understand what that even means, right? They don't—they're in third year. They don't play—they haven't had a lot of play time, a lot of opportunities. So, yes, if it continues to drop balls and things of that nature against the New England Patriots this week, they'll lose. So they got to correct it, and I'm sure Kelsey, along with Patrick Mahomes, unlike Troy Aikman— is doing it a different way, yeah. more with flowers and less wow. with anger. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, okay. that's the way
0: you handle it. Do you it. think Andy Reid has any Bill Parcells in him?
1: The coaches like Andy Reid handle things differently. They do. They snap right. when they need to right. snap. It ain't, right. it ain't right. ed, right. it, everybody on the sideline with Coach Parcells, including the coaches, were walking on eggshells Eggshell. doing the game. That may right. not be the case right. with Andy. Right. Andy not. does it different. Right. With know. Coach Johnson too.
2: With, with Coach, Coach Johnson, Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. right? Right. The Agreed. whole no, no, no. And, and key not just walking the sideline. Everything in the building in the building is on it.
1: In the building, everything Man. in the building is on it. It's just a different <laughs> approach, okay. Coach Dungey. Coach Dungey, a different, different approach, very different. just a way different right. approach. Okay, so, it's all sorts of ways, as so you know.
0: Andy and Tony, to me, at heart, are really nice men. They're yeah, just, they're just different. gentle men. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're good guys. Good, yeah. Not that Bill's not a good guy at heart. He's just a tough guy. He's a Jersey guy, and he's going to let you know exactly how he feels at every single moment. I believe Andy needed a bad cop, so to speak. I think he needed Eric to be tougher, you know, to. to well, I brought that up. I brought that, too, up.
1: I brought that up weeks ago mm-hmm. when we started talking yep. about the offense struggling. I said, yeah. "Well, I can tell you right now, the common denominator in all of this is yep. Eric Bieniemy's out, Nagy's in, yep. and the offense looks like the Chicago Bears offense. Yeah, it, it just it, that to right. me, when yep. I look at Washington and, and Sam Howell and what they've been able to do offensively." and have a quarterback that looks like he can play on Sundays in this league as the common denominator, ones in, ones out. Mm. Okay, so at some point – point, we asked so many times, we asked so many times, what would Eric B.
2: Enemy be without without Andy Reid when we should have maybe thought about asking that question the other way around also. Very
0: good point. So somebody in that receiver's room has to instill some fear – that creates focus. And if it's Patrick pulling receivers aside, at some point you you have to fear the wrath of Patrick. You, you know what I mean? Where you, mm-hmm. he, you have to fear that he's going to behind closed doors blow up at you if you don't get it right on Sunday. You, but it's
1: you, a different bl- – you know? it's not – look, you – and I don't want to say you grew up, but you, you've covered this sport for a very long time. The quarterback play, when I came into the league, the Dan Marinos, the John Elway's, those guys, Jim Kelly, running down the field, pointing you, that's not there anymore. That's not what they do in the league anymore. They don't, when you make a mistake, they don't call you out for the television cameras to say, oh, he made a mistake, look at the quarterback going after him. That's not there anymore. Patrick Mahomes, we don't know that Patrick Mahomes doesn't sit down with them at the cafe well, and, he might. and say, hey, man, he, he just you got to do a better job. He might it's just do it a, that way. It's just yeah. a different approach. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. It's just
0: a different approach. Well, they are missing whatever that, that focus is because dropping footballs to me is just about your head's just not in it. It's, it's just concentration, dedication to the moment. I'm just, I can't drop this ball, or I'm gonna hear about it from somebody. Concentration
1: is extremely important yeah, when you're I'm catching sorry. footballs, right, right Michael?
2: Right. right, right, right. Focus on just for the focus. It's a focus level and a concentration level that they they're not maintaining. And that yelling in practice at Airbnb, it keeps you it keeps you on focus. So yeah, they're they're losing that focus.
0: Yeah, I got it.